Get ready for short yardage. Short yardage. Gun flex right stack, 394, dragon smoke. Kill, turbo, sucker right. Gun flex right stack, 394, dragon smoke. Kill, turbo, sucker right. Y2, green right off, nasty. Hound 2, Y Flutie, X basic, backs right. Y2, green right off, nasty. Hound 2, Y Flutie, X basic, backs right. I want. Blue 80! Blue 80! Blue 80! 180! Welcome to SEC Fan Talk, the show by SEC fans for SEC fans and your source for all SEC news, stats, scores, and more. Want to be a guest host? Sign up today at secfantalk.com. And now for your host, Brandon Bird, Luke Alsup, and Brad Rush. Hey, SEC fans, welcome to SEC Fan Talk. This is our fourth episode, season two, live streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and uh, of course a copy of this will also be available on our website since we can't get it to <laughs> show on there live at this moment. We got the boys in, the normal crew. We got Mr. Brad Rush, Mr. Tito. You guys, how are y'all doing? Doing well, sir. Happy Sunday. We're getting closer. We are One getting week. closer. We are getting well, closer. We got, we're almost there. So last week, uh, with y'all absent, I took the liberty of doing all things Tennessee. Today, we're going to change that up. And uh, this episode, which I forgot to put in uh, that it was for, is going to be Alabama football. <laughs> mm. I just want to go ahead and let everybody else know that we did not plan on everyone wearing orange today. Just letting you know. <laughs> well, there's two, 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 of these, two of these oranges are the right ones. That that one up there, yeah. one up there is not necessarily the right orange. Uh, this is this is God's color orange right here. <laughs> I've always been told God was a Tennessee fan. That's right. <laughs> so Tito, to show the fans here what uh kind of shirt you have on and if you're listening to this on the podcast come wednesday this is one that you are kind of ticking yeah what, what's he wearing what's he wearing this is this is an old throwback this is uh this is james's famous crab shack um i don't know if you boys remember but uh james winston when he was at florida state got caught uh stealing crab legs from a Publix, and so uh a buddy of mine who is a season ticket holder for the Florida Gators sent me this shirt, and on the back it says, "Our crab legs are always at a five finger discount." So, <laughs> Auburn's favorite shirt. <laughs> yeah, so I've held on to it for all these years. It only comes out for special occasions. Well, we do want to start off. We've had uh, some scrimmage games, and uh, just yesterday, I believe, was the final. They may have one more. Um, Alabama has has not suffered any major uh, injuries. There's been a couple, and and uh, you'll hear what Nick Saban how he says about that. It's uh, which is good. I mean, not good, but uh, let's uh, tune in to to what we had here from Nick Saban. Yeah, well, I think the number one thing that you want to see in a in a scrimmage like today is number one, you want to sort of evaluate improvement from last week to this week. 
Uh, I thought there was a significant amount of improvement, especially in certain players. A lot of players got a lot more opportunity today because we got some guys banged up, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, not that we're banged up, but that they got an opportunity. And be interesting to see how some of those guys took advantage of that. And I think number two is because we played game-like situation uh, for a big part of the beginning of the scrimmage. Um, kind of get to see who can go out there and play and execute uh, and do things uh, when the coach is not standing behind them and telling them what to do. Um, so that shows maturity, confidence, uh, and it's important to have as many guys as possible on your team that can go out and do that and play what I call winning football. That means you can go out and execute, do your job, know what to do, how to do it, why it's important to do it that way. So um, we made progress. I think the big thing is, is, you know, how do we look at this, you know, moving forward? You know, I think players have to understand that uh, it's not just about what you do in the game. Uh, it's how you prepare for the game. Uh, it's how you practice every day. Uh, you've heard me say many times before, it's not just um, getting it right. It's doing it so many times that you can't get it wrong. Guys, don't you just love that? It's not about getting it right. It's doing it so many times that you don't get it wrong. What you gotta you gotta love Nick Saban. Uh, you know he there's <laughs> he just speaks it like it is, and I, I would love to uh, spend a day with him to to see what you could pick up from him. I mean, he's got. A, I mean, he's got a point. That's why they're always so good. I mean, it, it's just. It's just repetition, repetition, repetition. So where when you get into game situations, it's just muscle memory. Um, and by doing that over, doing the same drills over and over and over again, it you start to alleviate a lot of mistakes that can happen on the field. Uh, true. And the um, – it was 13 years ago, guys. We're coming up on 13 years where Ale uh, Nick Saban come in and said – uh, Alabama is going to be relevant again. <clears throat> Sounds like I've heard that speech 13 years in a row. It's like he's a broken <laughs> record. We stink. Oh, yeah, We're not good. We think we're not going to be good. We're not going to be good. And then they blow the doors off everybody. Well, no, no, no. I just mean where they were in their low, you know, and they, they come up and said, you know, he said, now, now we're going to, we're going to show them what Alabama football can get back to. Well, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely taking a play out of the uh, Belichick, uh, uh, whatever, press conferences. He says the same thing over and over again for two straight decades. Yeah, it sounds like he's got a campaign manager <laughs> telling him what to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got his handlers telling him what to say. Of course, it's been easy to be an Alabama fan over the past uh, decade. You know, they, they've done very well. And uh, I guess it, we'll, we won't wait. We'll go ahead and jump into their schedule real quick. And, uh, Guy, what do you all feel about this uh, starting off um, Miami? Of course, this will be – this is a uh, 2.30 Central game, and it will be on ABC, of course, in Atlanta where they – tend to always start the season off um you know what uh what do they do with miami is it is it possible that miami comes in and and gives them a challenge uh 
I think that that Miami might give them a little bit of a challenge in the first quarter, maybe the first half, uh, just because it's going to just – but then again, who knows? Miami might be sloppy as well, but – but Manny Diaz knows that he's going to have to he's going to have to take some huge risk to keep this game close. So, you know, um, they might catch Alabama off guard uh, in that first half and keep it closer than what most people might think. Uh, but, you know, when it comes down to it, by the end of the game, it's it's probably going to be a bloodbath. So what you're saying is we're going to see an onside kick to start the game if Miami can I mean, suffer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's very possible. And if I was Manny Diaz, I probably would do that. I mean, why not? You have I mean, absolutely nothing to lose. Wholesale it. To lose. Wholesale yeah. it. Yeah, take, just take the biggest risk you can. And, uh, you know, nobody is going to expect Miami to win that game. You know, so I mean, if you get close, I mean, I mean, hopefully they do, but I don't think they will. Right. And I mean, I don't know what the point spread is right now, but yeah, like you were saying, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, uh, not only that, I mean, why not onside kick it every, every time? I mean, go for it on fourth down, you know? <laughs> yeah. And go for it on fourth down every time, no matter where you're at. Fake punch, I mean, fake field goals. Let me see it all. I want to see the kitchen sink of the playbook. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause what does it matter? I mean, if, if, if you get beat by, by 20 or you get beat by 50, I mean, it's it, it really doesn't matter. I mean, they so, go back to the ACC, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, what can you say? <laughs> so, um, of course, he lost uh, 10 players to the NFL, he being Nick Saban, because that's our focus this week. Um, they, they lost 10 players to the draft. They are favored to win by 17 points. Uh, via FanDuel before uh, moving on to their first cupcake game in uh, their home opener. At, uh, <laughs> it's so funny. To, their home, they always open their season at um, in Atlanta, so I don't know why we say their home opener versus uh, Mercer, where they're absolutely going to you know, start, <laughs> start their fifth string. <laughs> hey, just, hey don't, don't count out Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where's it in Mercer from Tennessee somewhere or close? I have no idea. I, I mean, it, I mean, neither. It, it shows you what kind of school they are when we're all from the state of Tennessee and we don't even know if they're in the state of Tennessee. Yeah, no, no clue, no clue. <laughs> they will then, uh, after beating up Mercer, they will then travel to Gainesville and uh, loss. <laughs> oh, this is this is your let's let's hear your big prediction. I don't think they make the playoffs this year. You don't think that Alabama, who just went thirteen and zero in an all conference, um, what I mean, I guess you really couldn't call them thirteen and zero last year, but they beat out the conference, and you think that they're not even going to make it to the playoffs this year? Nope, I think that Florida beats them. I think Texas A&M beats them, and I think Georgia's the best team in the SEC, so they lose to them in the SEC championship game. Georgia is not beating Alabama. <laughs> you want to take some bets on that? <laughs> Georgia. 
You want to take some bets on that? So you're already uh, you're predicting uh, Alabama to lose to Florida. I'm I'm saying it could happen. It's going to be closer than you think. Florida's a good team. Oh my goodness. Okay, uh, viewers, we need some comments. We got a, quite a few viewers on live now. We definitely need some comments on what y'all think about Alabama losing not only to Florida in week three, that they're going to lose <laughs> to Georgia and with a two-loss season not show up in the playoffs. I mean, this is the hardest schedule they've had in a long time. On the east side, they finally play, other than us, which we stink, but they play a good team in the east for the once in a long time, Florida. A&M's the best they've been since they've been in the SEC, probably. I, I agree. I mean, it's just a tough road to hoe. And, I mean, you, got, you know what you I'm got saying? air raid at Mississippi State. <laughs> I mean, you got the air raid at Ole Miss. You can never tell if Lane Kiffin will hang 100 on somebody. They're going to hang 100 on us. They, they are going to hang 100 on Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I think that Ole Miss is possibly a better shot of beating Alabama than Florida. Uh, even though that game is in Gainesville, I mean, unless uh, unless Todd Grantham just completely redeems himself, I mean, honestly, Florida's defense last year was so atrocious that I think Alabama could put in their third string and still score 27 points against Florida's starting defense. So, you know, it, if Emory Jones uh, comes out and, and plays really well and their offense plays really well, I just – their defense was so bad last year that I really don't see them getting uh, – I, I don't – they can't get any worse. I'll put it to you that way. Um, but Florida, Florida might keep the game closer than what some people might think, but I still think Alabama – will easily win that game. I mean, I'm just saying their starters are not tested out of a whole – like they're, they've lost all their great starters, the running back, quarterback. They, I mean, obviously they're good, but, I mean, they always think they're just going to be great. One well, of these days they're going to have a bust. We're going to – they are due for a bust. Just saying. I just – I don't – so after the Brad prediction of them losing in Florida, they will play Southern Mississippi. That's a win. Which is a win. <laughs> and then that will get them ready for Ole Miss visiting into Tuscaloosa. That's probably a win, but it's going to be closer than you think. I think Ole Miss will finish third in the West this you know, year, maybe even second. Ole Miss, they, they were they were one for one, you know. Last year it was Ole Miss score. Alabama had to come back and score. It was back and forth. And, and it was uh, just a, a, a bonehead play or two that uh, – you know, saved Alabama. That was the best game I thought I saw all year last year for three quarters and about 13 minutes. That was, that was the best game that I saw from any conference, from any team. Last year was the Ole Miss-Alabama game. And, you know, Kiffin knows exactly what Alabama's weaknesses are. Like he he knows he knows what that defense is all about, and he's going to be able to exploit it. Now, whether or not Ole Miss's defense is going to be able to hold Alabama is a different question, um, you know. But I, I do think that that's going to be a really good game. 
Tito, I agree with you. The next, uh, the next week after that, uh, after the Ole Miss tough game, they are going to College Station, Kyle Field at Texas A and M. Mm, largest stadium in the SEC now. Just what saying. You, what are you thinking on that there? It's. I think they're going to lose. I think it's going to be close. I mean, I think it'll be like a 27-21, you know, 28-21 game. But I think A&M pulls it out at home against Alabama, and then that's going to be like – I mean, the question is how many Alabama fans are going to jump off the back of Bryant-Denny after that game, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're going to – that's all I'm saying. I mean, how many fans are they going to jump off the back and say, oh, no. <laughs> um, so, if we are at, what is that, one, two, three, four, five, six. If we're at six and they've already lost two and they <laughs> barely pull out Ole Miss, I mean, their, their season's done after that, and then it opens the door for other people to potentially beat them. Not Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there has to be a little hope at some point in time, for that to happen, right? Well, just not this year. <laughs> so, then they travel from College Station to Starkville and play Air Raid, um, where you know they they do have the number one defense, right? So, it's going to take a very very powerful offense to, you know, have a, a lot of moving pieces to get them tired. Mm -hmm. But guys, when they get tired, they still have third, fourth string that are four and five star recruits on them. And I say that, you know what? I've always said that. And we'll get into their depth chart of who is expected to be a starter, even at linebacker. And uh, that's Tua. Or not one Tua. What's his name? Yeah. Henry. <clears throat> yeah, that guy. I did not expect him to be on the depth chart as a starter for this year, and he is. He is. Well, I mean, he was pretty good at Tennessee. He's just he, not a Tennessee man. No. Speaking of Tennessee, then, uh, of course, they host Tennessee Volunteers October 23rd. Uh, we'll go ahead and give Alabama the win for that one. Mm. <laughs> Maybe even the, the uh, slaughter win. Yeah, is there like a 10-run rule? <laughs> you know, after five? Call it in, call it in at halftime. <laughs> um, then they will host uh, LSU. I, I think they'll blow the doors off LSU. You So you're, you're saying Alabama? I don't even think it's going to be a contest. Okay. Okay. Next one, New Mexico State. How how's New Mexico doing against Alabama? Mm, they're getting their money. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, their AD's getting their money. They're getting paid to play. Uh, then, of course, Arkansas. Uh, is Felipe Frank still there this year? I, think. I mean, how, how old is he? Sixty three years old. Yeah, I but mean. last year didn't count. Uh, last year did not count against uh, eligibility, and I'm pretty sure that he's listed as the as the starter. Well, I mean, who else do they have that's got any better opportunity? Probably no one. No. Nobody. I mean, I don't know their depth chart, if I'm being honest, so let's just say it, yeah. And then they finish out the year at Auburn um, November 27th. What is that's all, That's what? always a sh- shootout. You never know what's going to happen in the Iron Bowl. I mean, you never really know. The Iron Bowl is, yeah, you never know what it is, guys. 
Big question is, since uh, Malzahn's gone now, is your boy Bum Nick's going to be starting? I mean, probably so. <laughs> Bum Nick's it will be starting. Yeah. Bo picks. <laughs> I think they need to move the Iron Bowl back to a neutral site. Just That's just me. I agree. I agree. Did they flip-flop it? Yeah, yeah uh, they right flip-flop here. it. Which, I mean, I guess I understand that brings the money into the schools, but... You know, a neutral site in Alabama like it used to be in Birmingham was – I always thought it was a little better. So, we'll start off with the defense. Alabama's number one defense. You got the Byron Young out there starting, Tim Smith, Mathis, um, and then they'll have a couple couple rotator. They do have a uh, breakthrough possible player of Monkel Goodwin. Uh, we'll see how he starts out. Outside linebackers with Will Anderson Jr. and Chris Allen. Inside linebackers, there he is, my boy Henry To'o To'o and Christian Harris. And I'm pulling uh, for Christian Harris. We we are going to add in. <laughs> Just saying. My, we're going to add in my buddy Nick here who has uh, <laughs> changed his name. Last week it was Rod Remington. Uh, this week we're gonna we're gonna welcome in uh, Odie <laughs> Snarls. Is that what you labeled yourself as yep. this week? Odie Snarls. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided every week I join, I will have a new name. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Odie Snarls. Okay, uh, just to catch you up a little bit, we this is uh, Alabama week. Uh, as we are getting closer to the season, it's all things Alabama. 13 uh, years of Saban saying that they were going to be a top contender. Um, just to catch you up here, of course, they start in Miami and uh, rolling through. Uh, Brad predicts that they will lose against Florida, possibly Ole Miss, and possibly Texas A&M, giving them a around about a two um Two loss. What are you thinking on that one? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I do. I do think that Texas A&M is getting all their ducks in a row, and I think they could be very dangerous. Uh, but other than that, they just walk, and then they go and play Jacksonville Jaguars and beat them by thirty. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I, I, I just think they, they have. They have too much in the in the cabinet. I mean, their backups can destroy most of these teams. Uh, with the with with a few exceptions, like I said, A and M's getting hot. That program is is now that they have those facilities going, and they got they got that the coach from Florida State. He's he's building a program there. LSU's always tough. Uh, Florida. I don't know. I, I just, I'm just I saying it could happen. happen. I yeah. wouldn't no, be it, shocked. I, no, I, I, I agree. I agree it could happen because they got those Florida boys with all that speed, but so does Alabama, and Alabama's paying them more. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, y'all wasn't uh, around last week. Hopefully you at least tuned into the show or listened to the podcast come Wednesday. But judging by your faces, that would be a new <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I was, so, I was on a golf trip in Pinehurst. I'm sorry. So, uh, Odie Snarls slash Rad Remington last week said that um, the news for the SEC is that they are going to step away <laughs> and join the NFL. 
<laughs> well, no, not no, specifically the AFC. And the AFC. They're, they're forming with the AFC in 2024 was the rumor. And, and, Jackson, <laughs> and, and Jacksonville Jaguars will never win again. <laughs> God. I've listened... You know, because I have to edit it, and so so I've listened to it multiple times, and I still laugh at, at the notion of uh, them just stepping up into the pro level. Do uh, do we have an idea of how much with with the new way to pay players? How much more Jacksonville, or I'm sorry, how much more Alabama can pay a player than say uh, Jacksonville's LCA? payroll? <laughs> right. I, I mean, like seriously. Like this isn't, no, isn't the no backup, salary cap in college. Exactly. Isn't the backup or the, or the quarterback for Alabama getting like a million bucks this year? Yeah. Yeah. At least that's, that's right. He, he was at a million last week. Right? At least. And, yeah. At least. Yeah. <laughs> I just, so, like I said, I, I don't see how you get around that. It's like, well, you can come to play for the best team. I'm gonna get you the number one draft pick. Also, here's a million dollars and it's legal. Isn't America great? <laughs> Absolutely, I'm all for it. I'm all Absolutely. for it. Oh, me too. They should have been playing a long yeah. time ago. I mean, they they have been. It's just been under the table. So now right, it's just exactly. out in the open. Yeah. I just had and a question. I, so, say they sign with Adidas, can they wear Adidas cleats, or they still have to wear the Nike cleats? Oh, yeah. See, I don't know. That's a great question. I don't the know. School's endorsement should come first, right? So they, you know, the school is getting endorsed and sponsored by Nike. You know, it's got to be the Nike cleat. I, I didn't think. know. I, I mean, think. maybe Nike pays every one of their players, you know, 250 grand a piece or something. I don't know. I think the way it is, is their likeness can be used. And I don't know the, uh, the but then, I mean, if they can, can sign a deal with Gatorade or Powerade or right. body, body armor, whoever they want. I mean, it might get to the point where they, where you actually start to see more players hold off on going pro because of their questionable right. draft status and they're making, they more money. Could, they're making more money in college than they're going to be, um, you know, so, guaranteed for the NFL contract, which makes how, it better for college football the, fans. Exactly. The, yeah. You know how the Mormons are all tight knit and they make a lot of money out in Utah and Utah. So, so, so BYU has had it down for years. You just, pay him and they stay around forever well, well they're starting quarterbacks 42 yeah. after he goes on his trip for seven years every yep. you know <laughs> gotta gotta go do the do the, the lord's around. work the lord's work yep god bless him <laughs> <laughs> so we've hit up the schedule uh we've gone through a little bit of the uh defense let's see the starters the inside linebackers we are at the secondary on the corners with josh joby and uh, uh jalen armor davis Tough name. Mm. Uh, and then the safeties is Jordan Battle, which is is going to be awesome to watch, and uh, Brian Branch. Another fantastic – two fantastic names. Yeah. <laughs> Brian One Branch. might be more in the adult film industry with Mr. Branch, but just saying. <laughs> <laughs> PG. It's, it's PG. I, I remember it's PG. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> But it's just Brian, a fan, it's a fantastic Br- name. You can't you can't deny it. Brian Branch's injury entered him into the adult film world. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's getting paid by Brazzers for all we know. <laughs> hey, so so that's how that's at least that's how a lot of this done is is like they'll be paid by websites or by, to advertise or yep. paid by like I don't know Jim Schwartz's local Ford dealership 
come down and take some pictures. You know, the boot, the <laughs> booster is really paying Jim Schwartz. Here's a million dollars to do a car ad. Say, and I'm not going to let any other dealership sponsor his players. That just takes away from him. That's Nick true, Saban's Mercedes Benz. That's right. There you go. I'll be doing um, ads for uh, down his shop down here in Nashville. <laughs> So, uh, jumping over to the offense, of course, Bryce Young at QB1, Paul Tyson, and Jalen Milrow following up behind him. Uh, running back, Brian Robertson Jr., followed by Trey Sanders. Wide receiver, of course, Mechie uh, coming back. Slade Bolden and Jamison Williams. Um, who was their, the starter last year that got hurt like five seconds into the into the game. Uh, shoot. Yeah. Just went blank. Me too. Yep. Tight ends, Jaleel uh, Billingsley and Cameron Leitu. Um And offensive line is Neil Cohen, Owens, uh, <laughs> Ekior Jr., and Kendall Randolph. And we're not worrying about kickers. We'll do that when we cover the uh, Gamecocks. The only team that cares about kickers is Virginia Tech. <laughs> Beamer ball, baby. Yep. Coming from the east side of Tennessee, that's all I hear about, Virginia Tech. So, um, that is their depth chart. Like you said, there's, there's of course, some great <laughs> names out of the way that we meant them. And then um, – Just saying he's missing an opportunity if he's not using it already. Just he saying. should be. He should be, and we, you know, we'll see. We'll see about their about their stars and about their recruiting. Tell you what, we haven't talked about their snapper, <laughs> their long snapper, Neilan Hibbert. It's the only guy on the team that doesn't have to bench like two twenty five at least. Neilan Hibbert. He needs to sign a contract with Snapper Lawnmowers. There you go. <laughs> long snappers. It's like yeah. you ever look well, at the long snappers on the field. It's the only ones like yeah, like the same size as that dude. Because <laughs> right? all because they're protected and all they got to do is snap the ball. It's the easiest way to get in the NFL. Easiest way. I Neil love these. Snapper. I love these names for their snappers: Neilan Hibbert or Carter Short. <laughs> you better not be short on that snap. No. <laughs> yeah. The ground ball to second base. Now, I heard that Neilan Neilan is is quite the snapper, and the Hibbert family has, has a rich history. <laughs> of, of, of bringing out nothing he, but the best long snappers, and he and he went there. He, it's he generational, went. generational snappers. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't his family own Hibbit Sport as well? Uh, that's all I was just going to say. Hibbit Hibbit Sport. He's got an yep. endorsement already. Yep, he's there. You go. <laughs> <laughs> so starting up, um, Want to get want to get your take on this, uh, Odie Snarls? Since you just rolled in, is that first game against Miami? Uh, you know, if if uh, Diaz's daddy mayor, you know, allowed a whole bunch of uh, I don't know ex cons or something to come on and practice with them and and get them pumped up or <laughs> the mean machine, or, <laughs> mean machine, mean machine, or get them, uh, you know, they're all on roids and they didn't have to. You know the tests were were changed. Whatever. Um, does Miami threaten their first loss? No, no, no first loss. Not a chance. They'll win by thirty six. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
No, Miami never comes to Miami's one of those like those like, like the, the late bloomers, right? Miami will win a bunch of games at the end of the year against the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then everyone's like, oh, Miami's hot. Well, look at Miami's playing. So Miami's got a, a great, great first test here, and they'll lose by 36. I would, I would even might even take the over on that 36. Oh. Alabama's gonna punish them. And what's your thoughts yeah. about them at Gainesville? Two touchdowns. Really? Yep. Really? They they turn it on when it comes to when it comes to big games. The they big just, SEC games. They, they just turn it on. It is it is very the only time the only time that they get jittery is usually LSU or Auburn. Iron Ball, yeah. Other than that, they just step on people's necks. So Southern Miss. What about Ole Miss? No, you kidding me? Sit. You think Saban wants to to lose to Kiffin? It was it was tit for tat last year. Uh, I mean, yeah, it but was just there was just a handful of plays that altered that. Nope. two touchdowns. Okay. And uh, like I said, I I think that that uh, Jimbo. Is starting to get, you know, he's getting all the 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 good ball players from Texas, right? So he's he's winning the Texas recruiting war. Mm-hmm. Um, he's starting to really build that program. I think they're going to be a threat. I don't know if it's this year, but it, I I do think that they will threaten Alabama at some point. Um, I just it's too darn good though. I mean, seriously, I'd take them over Jacksonville so- right now. You know there there is a uh, Jacksonville's catching a little bit of heat, I think, for letting Tebow go. Tebow after, go after his first uh, initial block. No, he couldn't block. Yeah, I, no. I was pulling for old Timmy. <laughs> well, he's a good guy. He is a good guy. I was really pulling for him. So he get that, t- and he's a monster. He's the size he, of a he Buick. Is. He is, yeah, he's, he's a he's a big I, dude. I think he's moving on to uh, curling for the next Olympics. Is what he's. What are you going to go after? <laughs> he does look very uncoordinated, though, so I don't know if he can stand on the ice. <laughs> Gets out there and falls and becomes... I think they wear special shoes. Becomes a, another yeah. viral They look like player. bowling shoes. They look yeah. like bowling shoes. A little spikes. He probably, <laughs> hey, he could probably throw a shot put about a quarter mile down. Uh, so. He might need to look into that. Right, there you go. Or the disc or the daggum hammer throw. There you go. Well, that was... Uh, we're hitting our our thirty four minutes now. That's this week was all Alabama. Of course, uh, if you if Tennessee's your team, go back and watch last week's. It was. Uh, I'm glad I wasn't there because they're going six and six. That's not what I picked. I said eight wins. Dang, that's. <laughs> oh, eight mighty godly of you. We got some optimism over here. I do we're not being Kentucky. We're, we're, we're gonna, not being Kentucky. No, we're oh we're being Kentucky. We're no, 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 fifty four no. points a game, and all we got to do is make them score. Allow only fifty three. But how many picks are we <laughs> going to throw? And we're good. Oh, at least six. I love <laughs> it. But, but we're gonna. But but UT's gonna throw eight touchdowns. So it's all oh. about. Okay. We just got to get one okay. more than the next guy. Just one more. Yeah, I mean, a, a win's a win. It's kind of like golf. It doesn't, it doesn't ask how. Just how many. Exactly. Brian Maurer has has uh, is he kept saying I'm not leaving Tennessee. It doesn't matter if I'm not the starter. I'm not leaving Tennessee. He did announce the transfer portal yesterday or day before. Yep. Mm, so he's not surprised. He's gone. 
and he has had what uh, two concussions during his four games. So he's don't know where he's going to get picked. Built up. like a piece of paper. Built a strong guy. He's got transferred to ETSU. Hey, go Bucks! <laughs> <laughs> They're allowed one one free one now, right? Yes. Before that, the sit out rule. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they. they yeah, I, if I were him, I'd take it up to that Ohio League in the MAC and just rule it for a while. I mean, might as well. He can he can spin the ball. He can spin yeah. it. Well, Brad's boy JG is going over to Washington area, some school where they only played four games last year. Going out on the left coast, <laughs> the yeah. no coast. No, thank you. I, I, I was stationed out there. No, thank you. No, thank you, coach. So I have I have a trivia question for y'all. It was the trivia question when we played last week because we played La Hacienda every Thursday night. There comes the endorsement. Team name quizzed my pants. <laughs> question was, is at Florida State, who was Burt Reynolds' roommate? He is now, or he is currently a college football analyst. Who is his roommate at Florida State? Butch Jones. Uh, Burt Reynolds died at the age of 110. Come on yeah, now. Lee Corso. That's exactly right. Winner, oh, wow. winner, chicken dinner. We got, we say, got it right, I like, too. I was trying to get the age right there. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess uh, Burt Reynolds aged a little better than Lee Corso. Yes, he did. And, 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 I, and I really do hope that, that Mr. Corso is no longer on uh, – what is the college game day? Because it's getting a little bit difficult to watch. It's for. getting very difficult to watch. Because he's he's struggling a bit, and and Mr. Corso is a is a great great man, and I, and I hope that he just except the ninety eight when yeah, he called take, it trailer trash. Take the retirement and just go out there like a champ, Lee, and go sell your pencils. <laughs> Shelbyville Pencil Factory. Oh, I know some people that just put a roof on that one. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I get an endorsement deal from those fellas. <laughs> Musgrave. <laughs> mm. Guys, we appreciate you joining us in tonight. We want to thank everyone for tuning in, listening. Uh, we do this every Sunday night around 7.30. One of these days we're actually going to start on time. Uh, we are trying to keep it underneath that 40 minutes and going to do that. Uh, the podcast of this episode will drop out every Wednesday morning, 5 a.m. Follow us no matter where you like your social media. We are at SEC Fan Talk. Uh, give, us a, give us a follow, a shout, share, all that jazz. And thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week.